Welcome to That's a Latte Film with your hosts, Rebecca and Erica. On this podcast, we will talk about some of our unpopular opinions on some popular films. So grab a cup of coffee. Or hot chocolate. Oh. Clink. You got a clink? I'm so sorry. Gonna spill. Clink. Clunk. <laughs> Relax and join us. Disclaimer. Some of the films we discuss may be explicit. We will try our best to keep it PG, but please beware before you watch the films. And there will also be a lot of spoilers. However, this is a very old movie. If you haven't seen it by now, yeah, you need to go watch. It's like it. a, it's a classic. Yeah, this is yeah, this is a classic. Yeah, I would I would say so. It's so good. It's very uh, yeah yeah no yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, uh, yeah. It's great. <laughs> I love it. It also has one of her favorite actors in it. So right. which we will talk about. Yeah, he's beautiful. Oh, even to this day. Oh. He's been, okay, but day. honestly, a little bit, he's got a little bit downhill. You can't say that he looks the exact same as what he did. That Like, he's not as attractive right now as he was back then. <laughs> he's beautiful. Okay. <laughs> Have but you he's seen not him like on those the people, cologne commercials? A, yeah, but he doesn't do those anymore. He doesn't, like, he doesn't, no. He's a beautiful man. No. Not right now. <laughs> He's right. a little bit going through it. He looks a little bit weird in that band aid. Listen, he went through a difficult time well, in his yeah. life. But even though during that trial, he looked put together. But like normally, <laughs> like he just looks rough. Yeah. Yeah. He's very grunge. That's the word for it. Yeah. They have no idea who we're talking about because we haven't even mentioned it. Oh, yet. yes. So sorry. We will. We will. So okay. sorry. So I'm just going to read the summary and then see if you guys get it while I'm reading the summary. And then if I'll tell you after. Okay. All right. A scientist builds an animated human being, the gentle Edward. The scientist dies before he can finish assembling Edward, though, leaving the young man with a freakish appearance accentuated by the scissor blades he has instead of hands. (laughs) Loving suburban saleswoman Peg (laughs) discovers Edward and takes him home, where he falls for Peg's teen daughter. However... Despite his kindness and artistic talent, Edward's hands make him an outcast. If you haven't figured it out, we're talking about Edward Scissorhands <laughs> today. <laughs> and we were talking about Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp. Love that man. Beautiful man. Beautiful man. Fantastic actor. Yeah. In many, yeah. In like all, well, not all of his movies. Well, it's not good that he's been in. There was, I was watching a little bit of uh, Donnie Brasco, I think. Oh. It's like a gangster film. Okay. Very much weird. It was weird. <laughs> I was like, this man is not, he's not meant to play a these gangster. types of roles. Yeah. 
I don't think so. Well, you know what? But he tried. And everything else. You can't win everything, honestly. It's true. It's true. Some things are just not for everybody. <laughs> just like Johnny Depp's appearance right now is not for me. <laughs> but it's fine. No, I I still see him and I'm like, wow. Flutters wow. in the heart. Yep. If he if he was like marry me right now, I would. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I'd be like, how old are you? You know what? That's not relevant. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> That's not important. <laughs> you're Johnny Depp, so ridiculous. It's fine, and you're rich. Oh uh, well, that's a big factor, honestly, yeah. because you know he's got money for days, even with this trial. Yeah, he's still rich. Rich. Very rich. Well, anyway. Anyways. So I thought it'd be interesting mm-hmm. to go to fandom. And kind of like go through the plot, and okay. as we're going through the plot, pause when we have something to say. You know what I mean? Okay, you want me to read it? Yeah, you can read it. I start at the beginning. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> An elderly woman tells her granddaughter the story of a young man named Edward who has scissor blades for hands. As the creation of an old adventure, Edward is a humanoid who is almost completed. The inventor homeschools Edward but suffers a heart attack and dies before giving real hands to Edward, leaving him permanently unfinished. Mm. Many years later, Peg Boggs, a local door-to-door Avon saleswoman, tries to sell out the decrepit gothic mansion where Edward lives. She f- Okay, first of all, <laughs> let's yes, talk about this. this. Let's talk about this right now. Because I don't understand how in the world this woman thinks it's okay to just go into a mansion. Like, it's not like like she would knock on everybody's doors, fine, cool, whatever. They'd open it, say no, thank you, whatever. But this woman intruded. She is literally trespassing. She yeah. opened the gate, went inside the house, started walking around. He, she even went all the way up the stairs and was like, hello, it's your <laughs> local Avon, whatever. Like no sister, no. Right, and like the his house is terrifying. It's truly terrifying. You know, so like. <laughs> Dad sent a request to be in our live video. <laughs> it's his view request. <laughs> I'm weak, Dad. Father, I'm too far away. <laughs> I would love to. I'm sorry. Next time I'll have a, a person behind the phone. Yeah, we'll okay? have a, a coordin- like they'll coordinate everything. Listen, we're making upgrades slowly as we go along. Okay, last time you couldn't, you could only see half of our faces. Mm-hmm. This time, you can full. see our torsos. Like this is amazing. In our faces and and the microphone. We have our background of a hundred and one classic movie quotes. Which we should go, we should go through each one. Oh yeah, we should. We should. We'll do that. We'll, we'll do, do a that segment. one day. Yeah. We'll do a segment. I've looked at this thing my entire life because it's been in the house forever. <laughs> yes, and you know what? I'm pretty sure it's mine. It is yours. I used to be in your. Room. I think it was in my room. Yeah. And then I took it out of the living room of the of the loft, and mom was like, "That wall's very empty." <laughs> She's like, "Did you take?" Oh yeah, because it used to be next to her chair. <laughs> It's okay. It's fine. Anyways. So okay, yeah. so yeah, she she's really very, intruded. She's a very petite woman. I don't know if you've seen it. She's very petite. She, I think she was wearing like a pink, like, mm. suit, dress thing. Lavender. Like skirt. Lavender. Yes. Which, okay, now we have to dive deep into this. Because Tim Burton is the creator of this film, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And usually Tim I, that's Burton. That's what they say, though. Yeah. Yeah. 
We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. But he, so usually he does like these really creepy things, right? Like we have Batman. Yeah. The series. So he did, I think he did the first two or three of like the one with Michael Keaton and um, Jack Nicholson and all that kind of stuff. Then he did um, Nightmare Before Christmas, another creepy one. He did Mm. Coraline, another creepy one. He did Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. Quotation marks, because there's a lot of story about that. Yeah. We'll talk about that. Yeah. But um, in this movie, though, this one's kind of creepy. Like, it has its creepy tendencies. Yeah, but there wasn't a, any part of it where I had to, like, look away or cover yeah, my eyes. Yeah, like, not creepy in that sense. Like, it's the way he sets up. I feel like it's the, like, the angles that he chooses to use in this movie that make it kind of, like, you're uncomfortable. Yeah. Because, like, he does, like, the close-ups on people, like, mad close. Their lips yeah. look huge. Like, all of their facial features are accentuated. Yeah. Somehow. And, like, everything is soup. It's That's the funny part, like... Edward Scissorhands, his area is dark. Like, yeah. it's everything's black, like, maybe dark blues, like, really, like, you know, mysterious looking. Yeah. And then their neighborhood, bright colored. Everything's bright. Yeah, green, pink, blue, yellow. Neon, the yeah. grass is, like, beautiful. Everybody like, has the same car. Everybody has the same house. Yeah. So Very like, much so, like, American dream, white picket fence. Everything's the same. Right, exactly. Everybody so leaves like, for work at the same time. Yeah. Their, their cars go into the street at the same time. They all go out and go. And all the ladies right. stay home. And so, like, Edward showing up in their perfect little suburban area is, like, they don't yeah. know what to do with themselves. Yeah. So, okay, continuing. Okay. Um, uh, many years later, Peg Boggs, a local door-to-door Avon saleswoman, tries to sell out the decrepit gothic mansion where Edward lives. She finds Edward alone and offers to take him to her home after discovering he is virtually harmless. Peg introduces Edward to her family, her husband, Bill, their young son, Kevin, and their teenage daughter, Kim. Edward falls in love with Kim despite her initial fear of him. Okay. Can we just talk about the fact <laughs> Hold up. that this woman just decided to take him home? Like, bruh, he has an entire mansion. He's obviously lived this long by himself. <laughs> like, it, 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 yeah, he has scratches, but it's because he has scissors for hands. And you're just going to think, oh, I'm going to take... What are you going to do for him? Right. And she thinks because she's an Avon specialist <laughs> that she can fix the scars on his face and da-da-da-da-da. Like, no. Bruh. No, ma'am. No. She found purpose with him. That's the thing. Oh, yeah. Because nobody was buying stuff from her. Yeah. Nobody was buying (laughs) stuff from her. They'd all be like, I told you already, Peg. I I don't want to buy whatever you got. Because, like, at this point, she's only going around the neighborhood she lives in. That doesn't make sense to me. If you're an Avon specialist and you've gone in your neighborhood, like, a million times, why don't you go to another neighborhood? If they say no every time, you need to expand. Right. (laughs) Or maybe don't do Avon anymore. Right. That's another concept Mm -hmm. but yeah she sees his scratches first of all she's terrified of him because of the scissors right Right. scissors are massive by the way who wouldn't be they're like like, they're gigantic they go out and then he just constantly (laughs) just moves them so they're just like every anytime he's awkward it's just like you know how like okay it's perfect because when you're anxious right like you know how like when you're anxious you just start fidgeting yeah his fidgets is just moving his fingers (laughs) he's moving the scissors and you just hear that you know when you when you go to sharpen scissors and it's just that sound it's just him all the time (laughs) so like he's terrifying yeah he's not pleasant to look at yeah and he 
Hi, Rue. She's saying hello, guys. Um, yeah. And then she, but she's scared too. But then she sees his scratches on his face, and she's like, "Oh, I can help him." Like she, like he's his, like he's her special case, basically. But like, why would you think that you could just bring him home, and that your family's not gonna be like weirded out by this guy? And only because your daughter's away for the weekend, you're just you were like, "Oh, we have an extra room for a day." Right. What are you gonna do after that day? And She's gonna come home and find him in her in, in, <laughs> her in his room. They don't mention that here, but like they don't tell her, and then she comes home and to just her finds room. him in her bed. Like, a man with scissors for hands, <laughs> and she has a water bed. So she oh. she has a water bed. So he, she Peg brings him home and's like, oh, you can stay in my daughter Kim's room, whatever. She's on a trip right now. She'll be back whatever day. And then he lays in her bed. This man has scissors for hands. He pokes a hole in her bed, and it's a water bed, so it just starts spewing water, and then he starts freaking out, and then, then there's a whole bunch more holes in the bed, and then she comes in, and she gets scared, she screams, she runs, obviously, because there's a random man in her bed who has scissors for hands. Like, what? Ridiculous. <laughs> okay, continuing. Uh-huh. As their neighbors are curious about their new house guests, guests, the Boggs throw a neighborhood barbecue welcoming Edward. Most of the neighbors are fascinated by Edward and befriend him, except for the eccentric religious fanatic Esmeralda <laughs> and Kim's boyfriend, Jim. Edward repays the neighborhood for their kindness by trimming their hedges into topiaries. This leads him to discover that he can groom dogs' hair and later he styles the hair of the neighborhood woman. One of the neighbors, Joyce, offers to help Edward open a hair salon. While scouting a location, Joyce attempts to seduce him, but scares him away. <laughs> Joyce lies to the neighborhood woman that he attempted to seduce her reducing their trust in him the bank denies edward alone as he does not have a background or financial history <laughs> the way that. that this woman joyce is disgusting she is nasty she's so nasty she's nasty she just constantly is trying to sleep with whoever whatever whenever and then like edward is just an innocent little kid he hasn't had any social interaction, and she just wants to sleep with him because he has scissors for hands. That's nasty, first of all. Like, come on. What the heck is he going to do to you? Scratch you. That's pretty much it. Can't really do much else. That's nasty. <laughs> and the fact that he was trimming everybody's bushes is so funny to me. <laughs> that was so funny to me. He just started one day. Yeah, he just thought he snipped it, and then he was like, oh. And then... <laughs> snipped the entire thing made them into little shaves or whatever it was mad funny to me like crazy designs yeah like really really and then good. once he started cutting the female's hair and then peg the the mom in the in the house she was like oh just keep cutting my hair anytime that edward had any type of like um like something happened to him or like somebody made him sad or bad and she'd be like come come give me a haircut <laughs> and her hair was like mad short already the entire movie come come just do, just do my hair just do my hair <laughs> Ridiculous. Um, jealous of Kim's attraction to Edward, Jim suggests Edward pick the lock on his parents' home to obtain a van for Jim and Kim. <laughs> Edward agrees, but when he kicks when he picks the lock, a burglar alarm is triggered. Jim flees and Edward is arrested. The police determine that his period of isolation has left Edward without any sense of reality or common sense. Edward takes responsibility for the robbery, telling Kim he did it because she asked him to. Consequently, Edward is alienated by those in the neighborhood except for the Boggs family. Okay. The <laughs> All way... I can think about is the scene that he goes to save the the kid from the the van that's like driving. Yeah. 
and he like grabs him, and but like oh, yeah, he's and trying then, to help. Yeah. But then he's just like cutting this kid. This kid. <laughs> he's just making all these marks on this kid's face. Yeah, the little Kim's little brother. <laughs> Kim's little brother ended up like get, almost getting hit by the van, and so Edward gets him out of the way, and, and but he can't get up off the floor, and then the kid keeps screaming and going like this, and so Edward's scratching him in the face by accident, and everybody thinks it's on purpose. But can right. we can we talk about? how Kim and Edward fall in love with each other with barely saying any words. <laughs> they barely had a conversation. First of all, Edward doesn't speak. Right. Ever. He just stares. And then just... <laughs> I feel like he... Does, does he even have eyelashes? Um, this is the question because I feel like I didn't. I couldn't see anything around his eyes. He doesn't have eyebrows. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, he doesn't have eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have eyebrows. He doesn't have... Um, Really just eyes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they're then, cute. Yeah. And he's very pale. Yeah. And he has scratches all over his face, yeah. obviously. Yeah. But yeah, like, Kim is dating some jock dude from her school who's just like a butthole, you know, all things considered. He's just not pleasant. He's just very much so one of those, um, like, typical jock dudes in a movie. He's a jerk. And then, yeah. like, I don't, you don't understand the entire time why Kim is obsessed with him. And then, but then she tries to break up with him, and he's just like, no, like, no, come again. (laughs) We're broken up. Like it's over, you know. But then he decides to break into his parents' home, his own parents' home, and tricks Edward. Doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense to me. I forgot why he even tried to break in. Yeah, I forgot about. I forget why. Does it say? If anyone remembers. Let us know, because I don't Edward remember. Edward picked the lock in his parents' home to, oh, to obtain a van for... But they had the van. Right. Maybe they took it away. I don't remember this part. This part is... Yeah. I don't remember. They ended up, like, making Edward pick the lock, and then he went inside, and then, like, the house had some, like, ridiculous alarm system in it, and it just, like, everything just shut down. But I don't yeah. remember why they went into the house. I watched this movie a while ago, (laughs) so I don't remember. But I remember it was something stupid. And then Kim was trying to make Jim stop, and he wouldn't stop. He's just not a good person. He was trying to run over. Wasn't he trying to run over Edward? No. Something happened. No, no, he was drinking. That's what it was. Oh, yeah. He was drinking and driving, Mm. obviously. And they're trying to tell him that, like, I don't want to drive right now. Like, his friends were telling him, like, I don't want to drive right now. And he'd be like, I don't care. Like, Oh, yeah, drive. he was just a terrible he person. He was a terrible, terrible guy. Uh. So he's driving, and the kid, of well, Kim's brother, yeah. right, is crossing the street and doesn't see the car driving, so then, you know, he's mm-hmm. about to get hit. Edward sees that, goes to save him, and then the whole thing happens where yeah. the plot thickens, okay? Yeah. Because he's, like, trying to save him, but his hands get in the way. <laughs> his scissor hands. Oh, and so then he's, he's like, already mad, though. And he's, all you see is... <laughs> Edward, Edward's already mad because he's been going through it and he knows that Kim's going to go back to gym and how, like, you know, the whole family, like, you know, hates him and, like, the not the whole family, but the whole neighborhood hates him. And so he's already going through it. And so he's going around the house and scratching the walls with his scissors <laughs> and then he'll go outside in the neighborhood and he's messing up he's everybody. everybody's bushes. And then it was even funnier to me is that, uh, what's her name? Peg gave him clothes when she, when he first got into the house. But instead of, like, he couldn't change his actual, like, what he had on already. He had some, like, leather really weird... Uh, 
outfit on. He put those clothes on on top. So when he got mad, he was just ripping the clothes <laughs> off. And he just had the leather suit on already. Oh, my God. And then um, then the Esmeralda lady, the religious lady, when Edward was, like, really upset, he did some really weird, like, bush thing outside her window. And when she opened it, she screamed. Oh, my God. He was so mad. It was just so intense. He was... Yeah, he, he did that every time he was upset. Yeah, he just something. He would cause destruction. Which I get. Mm-hmm. That's the ultimate revenge. If I had scissors for hands... Snip, 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 What snip. would you do if you had scissors for hands? Because, if like... If you were upset. Right. That'd be... I'd be scratching on people's cars. Be I like, feel like Edward was actually too nice. Yeah. Because they were really mean. Oh, yeah, they were mean to him. They made him do a whole bunch of stuff. They just constantly, like, were just, like... But, I'll like, look. He, didn't, he didn't choose... No. To be born with scissors for hands, no. guys. Okay? And they were just looking at him, judging him for how he looked, you yeah. know? The and whole neighborhood. Literally, when he came into the neighborhood, all the ladies from the neighborhood were standing on the corner looking at the house, waiting for him to come outside. Like, he was just a, a spectacle. Meanwhile, he was living his lavish life. Right. Before all of this. Right. Yeah, he was just chilling in the mansion, you know? Living. He was alone. Live, laugh, love. You know, but, you know, sometimes being alone really is, you know, it's not a bad idea. (laughs) During Christmas, Edward. Oh, yeah. So he, do they even talk about him leaving? Oh, they're about to. Yeah. yeah. During Christmas, Edward carves an angelic ice sculpture modeled after Kim. The ice shavings are thrown into the air and fall like snow, a rarity for the neighborhood. Kim dances in the snowfall. Oh, yeah. When she was dancing, I was like, why is she just twirling in, She's the, weird. in the ice of all things? Like, what? Um, Jim arrives and calls Edward calls out to Edward, surprising him and causing him to accidentally cut Kim's hand. Ah, yes, Jim yes. accuses Edward of intentionally harming Kim, but Kim, annoyed by Jim's jealousy to Edward, breaks up with him. Edward flees in a rage, <laughs> destroying his works and scaring <laughs> Esmeralda until he is calmed by a stray dog. Kim's parents set out to find Edward while Kim stays behind in case he returns. Edward returns to the box home to find Kim there, who asks him to hold her. <laughs> oh, yeah. wants <laughs> him to hold her, but Edward fears he will hurt her. Jim drives around in a drunken rage and nearly runs over Kevin, but Edward pushes Kevin to safely, inadvertently cutting him. Those witnessing the event think that Edward is attacking Kevin and Jim assaults Edward. Edward defends himself, cutting Jim's arm before he flees to the mansion. Oh, right, right, and what's right. even funnier is that when he runs, he doesn't move his scissors. So his arms are just at the, his, like, at the side and he's just running. <laughs> And like, um, when yeah, when Kim is so awkward. This is Winona Ryder, right? I yeah, yeah. She Winona was Ryder. really weird in this movie. Yeah, I just I was like, where's the acting? She's really good at acting awkward. Weird. Yeah, I mean, then again, like it worked because Kim and Edward both awkward. are both awkward. I guess that was Tim Burton's, you know, because he was awkward in real life and whatever. Yeah, he's a weird dude. Yeah, <laughs> but the part where she says, "Hold me." Like, why? A man for with scissors what? for hands? Hold you for what? <laughs> I would have been like, why? <laughs> like, for what? I don't understand. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, oh, and then they were also having a Christmas party because this family always has a Christmas party every year and the entire neighborhood was like, oh, I'm not going to go this year because, mm. you know, Edward tried to hurt that lady and, you know, seduce her. Like, the entire town turned on this family for no reason. <laughs> So stupid. 
Um, Kim races after Edward while Jim obtains a handgun and follows Kim. Where'd this man get a gun? He is like, what, a sophomore in high school? Why are you so angry? He's a problem. We understand child. your parents are strict, but like, chill out, you know? Yeah. Everything will be okay, I promise. <laughs> Uh, it, uh, Jim attains a handgun and follows Kim. In the mansion, Jim ambushes Edward and fights with him. Edward refuses to fight back until he sees Jim slap Kim as she attempts to intervene. Enraged, and Edward stabs Jim That's in right. the stomach and pushes him from a window of the mansion, falling to his death. Dang. Kim confesses her love to Edward and kisses him before departing. As the neighbors gather, Kim convinces them that Jim and Edward killed each other. Let me tell you something. <laughs> While watching this, right, I literally was like, so he kills him, he falls out the window, and you're going to tell them that Edward is also dead, but they're not going to go check if Edward's dead. You're just going to take your word for it. This man, albeit he was trying to defend himself, just murdered a child in high school, (laughs) and nobody's going to go check, and they're just going to leave the kid who's dead just laying there. Like, nobody really cared. Right. It was very strange. I was like, so there's not going to be any follow-up? We're just going to leave him to decay there and then just let Edward, you know, just chill in his mansion? You're not going to go check if he's dead or arrest him or anything? It's just like, oh, okay. And then Kim just kisses Edward and leaves. Doesn't even go back to see him again. Like, what? This movie is so weird. Um, The elderly woman finishes telling her granddaughter the story, reeling she is Kim herself and saying that she never saw Edward again. She prefers not to visit him because because decades have passed and she wants him to remember her as she was in her youth. She believes Edward is still alive and mortal because he is artificial and because of the snow which Edward creates when carving ice sculptures. And then at the end of the movie, it snows. So, like, that just tells you that, you know, Edward's still alive. Yeah, he's still okay. Yeah. And, like, in the, be- like, okay, in the part that the elderly woman is reading to the mm-hmm. the, like the child or the grandchild, I guess. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, granddaughter. The bed that she's laying on <laughs> is massive. <laughs> I've never seen such a big bed in my life. Like, the little girl's so tiny. Like, she's such a little girl. She is very tiny, very little. And it's, like, little. mad high. It's probably as high as this table right now. Like, it's mad high. <laughs> I'm like, how did this little girl get up on this bed? But, anyways. And they had Winona Ryder and a whole bunch of, like, old lady makeup. Yeah. And she was like, in my day. (laughs) And I was just like, this is a lot. And they didn't even do a good job of covering up that it was Kim. Like, we knew from the very beginning, like, she looked exactly like her. Yeah. Like, how are we not supposed to know that's her? I'm so confused. Like, oh, wow. That's what? Kim. She's just, no you know, way. telling the story, you That's know. That's how she knew. Like, my goodness. We knew this already. My God. But, yeah. That's Edward Scissorhands. And, um, I, I mean, I think it's a good movie. I, I like it. it. But it's just so, like. It's weird. Very it's random. It's a very weird movie to come out with. It says the genesis of Edward Scissorhands came from a drawing by then teenage director Tim Burton, which reflected his feelings of isolation and being unable to communicate to people around him in a suburban, in suburban Burbank. Yeah. What? The drawing depicted a thin, solemn man with long, sharp blades for fingers, Burton stated that he was often alone and had trouble retaining friendships. I get the feeling people just got this urge to want to leave me alone for some reason. I don't know exactly why. I wonder why. So Tim Burton is Edward Scissorhands. (laughs) Basically. 
I wonder what the comparison of the scissors are. I wonder if he puts that here. Um, during the pre-production of Beetlejuice, da 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 da. I don't. It doesn't really. She wrote "Scissor Scissor Hands" as a, a love poem to Burton, calling him the most articulate person I know, but couldn't put a single sentence together. Damn. But yeah, it doesn't say why he had scissors. Yeah, I guess it's just the weirdness, I guess. Yeah. I guess. I guess just being, like, out of the ordinary. Yeah. I mean, he definitely is out of the ordinary. But also, it worked out for him. Because yeah. that weirdness made him made famous. us. Yeah. It made movies that we think are great. Mm-hmm. You know? Very interesting. It's like, uh, he's the film... He's the filmmaker of, like... That compares to Edgar Allan Poe, I feel like. Yeah, I guess so. He makes movies for all the people who think they're outcasts. Yeah. Or whatever you think you are. <laughs> but, like, you know, awkward and socially awkward. or Yeah. Just don't feel like talking to people. Let's These see. movies are for you. Oh, to create Edward Scissorhands, Burton employed Stan Winston, who would later design Penguin's prosthetic makeup in Batman Returns. Depp's wardrobe and prosthetic makeup look took one hour and 45 minutes to apply. Dang! The giant topiaries that Edward creates in the film were made by wrapping metal skeletons in chicken wire, then weaving in thousands of small plastic plant sprigs. Heck no! No! No. I'm not doing that. You know how long that probably took? Also, this was filmed in Tampa. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It says um, Bourbon, California was considered as a possible location for the suburban neighborhoods, but Burton believed the city had become too altered since his childhood, so the Tampa Bay area of Florida, including the town of Lutz inside of the subdivision named Carpenter's Run and the Southgate Shopping Center of Lakeland, was chosen for a three-month shooting schedule. Dang. The production crew found in the words of the production designer, Bo Welch, a kind of generic plain rap suburb, which... <laughs> Which we made even more characterless by painting all the houses in faded pastels and reducing the window sizes to make it look a little bit more paranoid. The kit element to unify the look of the neighborhood was Welch's decision to repaint each of the houses in one of four colors, which he described as a seafoam green, dirty flesh, butter, and dirty blue. The facade of the Gothic mansion was built just outside Dade City. Filming Edward Scissorhands created hundreds of temporary jobs and injected over $4 million into the Tampa Bay economy. Production then moved to a Fox Studio soundstage in Century City, California, where interiors of the mansions were filmed. Okay, okay. Hey, bro, so so like Tampa. Perfect. That is so cool. But the fact that he really said that the make the houses look even more generic than they are. Because it is true. When we moved down here, I really thought that every single house looked exactly the same. Yeah. And I was like, what the heck is this nonsense? I no character at all. I used to tell my mom all the time that I felt like I lived in the Truman Show. Because, like, every house looked exactly the same. Occasionally, a lady with a baby stroller would walk down that, walk, like, you know, on the sidewalk across from the house. I was expecting one of those lights to fall from the ceiling. I I mean, from the sky. I really was. Because this neighborhood, everything looks the same. Yeah. There's no individuality. But it's probably also because of HOA. Can't do nothing with these in these communities with HOA. Speaking of HOA, the other day at my house, I got a letter on the door. And it said, 
Um, it seems like you have some things outside the house that need to be cleaned up. They were the pumpkins from Halloween, right? They're still on the on the on the floor, and they took a picture and said they need to be cleaned up by November 11th. I was like, first of all, it still falls. What? So, I was like, this says a little bit much, a little bit much. What? Yeah. You can't even decorate your house. For- well, you can. I guess so then maybe because they were starting to decay a little bit, but like oh. it's because they're pumpkins. They're for they These fertilize the ground. Are bored. They took a picture of it too. So bored. They were like, like "Oh, like bruh, that has to go." It's like, not that serious. They're pumpkins. Like they must meanwhile, really- there were other people that have like a whole bunch of clutter on their porch and stuff. Mm-mm. I was like, "Leave me be." It is a pumpkin. It was literally three little pumpkins. Right. And like in this neighborhood that my mom lives in, she can't even put a flag up like for holidays. We That's live in, so sad. We live in New York. My mom used to put holiday flags every single, like for Thanksgiving, for Christmas, whatever. Yeah. And now she can't put them up to actually to flag them unless it's the American flag. We don't want that. <laughs> but I thought this was the United States of America. Right. Freedom. You know, like why can't I just fly a holiday flag? HOA. Not if you have the HOA. Sister. What is wrong? <laughs> like, I don't understand. Like, you don't, you know, you don't pay enough. Right. Now I can't fly a flag. So, you know what my mom does? You know what mom does? What? She puts the flag in the window. Right. Okay. Yeah. Like, fine. You want, I can't put it outside? I'll put it in the window. It's indoors. <laughs> I will try, this try me then. It is just crazy out here. But that's really cool that they filmed in Tampa. Mm-hmm. Love that. Mm-hmm. Tampa's actually a pretty big filming um like city so that's surprising pretty cool yeah i I think that's really cool anyways anyways yeah that's edward scissorhands for you if you haven't seen it go watch it you'll love it i think yeah see he doesn't have eyebrows oh yeah and his hair is just weird yes okay that's what it is and he's very pale and then they do the like gray like around his eyes he just looks like a Tim Burton character to a T, honestly. Yeah. But that's why they, you know how like you have your, your group, you know, like these are my people. Yeah. Tim Burton was like Johnny Depp. Yeah. Ride or die. Yeah. And what's Winona her name? Ryder. Helen, Helen Carter. Helen yeah. Whatever. Bonham Carter. Well, yeah. Whatever yeah, her yeah, name yeah. is. They were married too. Who? Tim Burton Tim and her? Tim Burton and her. Yeah. Yeah. That I don't know if they are That anymore, makes more sense, but... honestly. Yeah. That must have been one strange <laughs> marriage. Those are strange people, <laughs> I will say. I was like, wow, that really Their house out. must be decorated very strangely, very I'd creepy. I'd be scared. I'd be scared. Like, okay, um, Danny Elfman. Yeah. He's the, I think he did the, the, the soundtrack of this movie. Did he really? Obviously. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Because they work together oh, yeah, all the time. Yeah, it says it right there. Okay. Yeah, he did the soundtrack. And, like, they did, for Nightmare Before Christmas, Disney did, like, a behind-the-movies type thing. And so, for Nightmare Before Christmas, they were talking about the development of the movie and everything. And Danny Elfman's house... Oh, yeah. ...was terrifying. (laughs) I watched that, yeah. I was like, I would never step into this man's home. Like it's very strange. He's already Danny Elfman already scares me to look at. Yeah. Like I <laughs> Yeah. He's very pale. Yeah. And then He's a very creepy dude. Yeah, he's very scary looking. And very he thrives talented. off of it. Yeah. Like he loves it. He loves to like creep people out. So yeah. like they they showed his house and I'm like, what are like he, he all the little trinkets he had? 
was so scary to me. Ugh. I was like, how could you? Oh my god, they have trivia. Walk around a house like this. This is so scary. Okay, so there's some trivia here. How is this trivia? It's like fun facts. It's not trivia. Oh. It's fun facts. So of that all the films trivia. Tim Burton made, this one is by far his favorite. That makes sense. It's a movie about him. This probably happened to him. Right. When he was, this is he was a kid. This is yeah. personal. <laughs> this is his biography. Uh, let's see. After the Disney Fox merger, this, along with other Tim Burton films distributed by 20th Century, Century Fox, is now owned by the Walt Disney Company, the studio that made The Nightmare Before Christmas. Ironically, Johnny Depp plays Captain Jack Sparrow in Disney's franchise Pirates of the Caribbean and worked with them in several films, including Burton's Alice in Wonderland and Alice Through the Looking Glass. That was ironic. We know that. I don't know how how that... that Ironic. Like, whoa! That's just just a fact. (laughs) It's not ironic. (laughs) That's just something that happened. I don't understand. I don't... I wasn't... Anyway. Okay. (laughs) This was Vincent Price's last film before he died three years later from Parkinson's disease. Oh. That's really dark. Vincent Price? That's very dark. Is Vincent Price the dad? Vincent Price. No, I thought that was the... He said his name in the beginning. Say the name at the top. Who is Vincent Price? Who is Vincent Price? Um, Where is it? Who is Vincent Price? Oh no, it's in your thing. Oh, additional roles. A scientist. The oh, the guy who played the scientist. Uh, that, oh wow. That Bill. Um. <laughs> so he died in the movie and died in real life. Poor man. Well, damn. Sorry, Vincent. I don't mean to be mean or laugh at your misfortune. Um, Alright, last one. The Super Bowl aired commercial parody of the film, which brought back Winona Ryder as Kim, and she is the mother of Edward's son, Edgar. What? Did they do that with his uh, permission? or? I mean, Maybe. That defeats the whole now purpose I of this. Now I have to watch this. But this defeats the whole purpose of this movie. She never went back to see him. So how did they have a child? There's something they're not telling us. <laughs> well, uh, oh my god. Let's look it up. Let's see. Now I need to know. Tim. Oh. Edward. Edward Scissorhands. We're looking up the apparently a Super, a Super Bowl parody of. Edward Scissorhands. They must pay mad money. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it's Timothy Chalamet. Wait, so this is recent? Not the ad. Not the ads. Wait, is Come it? Come on, bro. This oh. is the story of the boy at Scissor's Brains. No, not that one. Edgar, you're going to be late. Uh, this one. My son. Edgar. Nice baby. <laughs> The son looks just like him. <laughs> He's cutting a pineapple with it. And he cut her hair. Oh my goodness. And he's going to school. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh no. He can't play football. And he has a job. That's an upgrade. Oh, and he made her a sandwich. Aww. Stick with the menu. 
Hold on, guys. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> sorry. He's doing virtual reality. He got a Cadillac. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. Wow. Timothy Chalamet was in this commercial. He and then plays. and it was in a Cadillac commercial. So that he could drive a car without having to use his hands. <laughs> this was a year ago. <laughs> Who did this? Why did they do this? I don't understand. I mean, I guess they just really love the movie. Everybody needs Why to chill not? out. Stop remaking stuff. Stop <laughs> trying to do spoofs on stuff. Just be original. I'm that done. So I'm funny. done. You're done. I mean, that's yeah. It is kind of dumb because like we never got the the like the idea. The whole they premise. Somebody came into the room and said, "Hear me out." Wait a minute. Somebody Wait said. Somebody minute. said, "Hear me out." Hold on. We're not making sense because how does she have a granddaughter? But who, she didn't have a kid with Edward. She said that she didn't see him after the after the. But fact. did she get remarried? Yeah, she got married to somebody else. She did. Yeah. Was she literally kid? said that she didn't. <laughs> the, the whole thing oh, no, was the whole thing Never was mind. is that she didn't see him after she got um, after they she left him in that mansion because she wanted him to remember her the way that she was. So there's no way that she had a kid with him. Mm. So but somebody came into the room and said, "Hear me out." A commercial. <laughs> A commercial about, you know, Winona Ryder being a, a, the, the mother to Edward Scissorhands now. And it's a Cadillac commercial, and he gets to drive a Cadillac in the end. And Timothy Chalamet said, sure! He shouldn't have. That was a terrible commercial. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I wish I could read what's... You know, Timothy Chalamet is the next Willy Wonka. I did know that. I'm very scared. I don't. Why do people keep remaking movies? What's the point? Why? Why? I don't understand. Why? Right. I mean, Timothy Chalamet go off, you know, brother, you know, making money and doing all the good movies. But, like, why do you have to remake Willy Wonka? It, there already was a remake of Willy Wonka. This is the third time they're remaking <laughs> it. There was the original and right. the Johnny Depp one. And then now they're making another one with Timothy Chalamet. Are there no other writers in Hollywood? <laughs> What is going on? Apparently not. Apparently like, I don't not. understand. Like, is it going to be the same exact story? Or are they just going to remake the story of Willy Wonka with making, you know, a few <laughs> tweaks that's going to make the movie bad? And then it's, they're just going to... Why? I don't for know. What? Is I there a trailer know. for that yet? What the heck? I don't know. Why? I'm going to look I it up. I couldn't tell you, okay? Why are they remaking but, yeah. Willy Wonka? <laughs> oh my gosh. Let's see. Anything else interesting? No. I think that's it. Um, well, okay. Edward Scissorhands was released to positive reception from critics and was a financial success, grossing over four times its $20 million budget. Dang. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. I love it. Wait, are they actually remaking Willy Wonka? Yeah, with Timothy Chalamet. They don't need to do that anymore. Maybe they could blend Edward Scissorhands with Willy Wonka. <laughs> do you, that would be such a weird movie. Because Willy Wonka is a strange person. Very strange. 
Like he has like he's just Wait, is Willy Wonka was the Willy Wonka with Johnny Depp, was that a Tim Burton one? I think so. Yeah. I've had enough. But that one's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh. But it's Willy Wonka and that the Chocolate Factory. That one's Char- different. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Hmm. This one now, is... Now, the question is, off topic, but... Well, not really off topic. Have you seen the original Willy Wonka? Yeah. Alright, which one is better? Mm. Okay, well, the one... Should we save that for another podcast? <laughs> Okay, well, the, okay, the original Willy Wonka is good because it's the original Willy Wonka with Gene Wilder or whatever his name is, you know? I love Gene Wilder. Yeah, Wilder, not Wilder. So sorry. Um, I yeah, that one's good because it's the original one. And, you know, it yeah. started at all. I do like Johnny Depp's, though, yeah. it's because it's the one that came out when I was a kid. So, like, I like that movie and I think it's funny. Um... And, you know, and when you're a kid, you know, you want to go to a chocolate factory. So it's just like, oh my gosh, this movie's so cool. Yeah. But I don't know. I think the vibes are immaculate in that movie. But it's, like, it's, def- it's not that. Oh, okay. This one is about Willy Wonka before he came became Willy Wonka. But we know that already. That was in the Johnny Depp one. It showed when his dad was a dentist. Oh, that's my <laughs> God. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm so over it. This is too much. It says, this leads us to the 2021 and the announcement of the third live action film based on Roald Dahl. Roald? I thought it was Ronald. Whatever. No, Dahl's iconic novel. Wonka is a prequel film by Warner Bros. Pictures and Will... Pictures and Will. Pictures and Will give us a look into the Chocolatier's origin. Oh, because Warner Brothers Pictures. That's their, oh, that's their business. Okay, and Will give well, it was a period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Will give us a look into the Chocolatier's origins before he became the Wonka we've come to know over the years. Here we're we're going to break down everything we know about the film or whatever. Oh no! Timothy Chalamet is recording songs for the Wonka prequel movie. No, no, it comes out March seventeenth, twenty twenty three. It said it's possible the film will will change release dates between now and twenty twenty three. I don't know how I feel. Can he? Do we even know if he can sing? I mean, has he? He probably can. He's a great actor. Grandpa Joe is the bad guy. Je- Who is this? Wait, what's the name? Traveling. Oh, this is Beja. Hi, Beja. Oh. <laughs> I don't know who you are, but why? Why is Grandpa Joe the, you know, the bad guy? For what? I'll wait. I'll wait for your response. Who is Grandpa Joe? In Willy Wonka? Oh! Oh, yes, yes, yes. I haven't seen it in a while. I know. I literally would just watch it with my steps on the other day. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. I don't think they're watching. I can't. How can you see what they're saying? I have really good um, eyesight. Dang. Yeah. Yeah, it's she annoying. got that 2020 vision. I do have the 2020 vision. Even with glasses on, I don't have that. So, so sorry. <laughs> Grandpa Joe, Willy Wonka. We're just vibing right now with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's so messed up. Why is he the bad guy? Yeah, why is he the bad guy? Oh, he stays in bed <laughs> and makes a single mom take care of him, three others, and her son. 
he miraculously can walk because of candy. You know what? <laughs> you know what? You're right. Mm. You're right. Why couldn't he work so they didn't have to eat cabbage? That's true, bro. That cabbage <laughs> juice looked ugh, nasty. Nasty. In the way that this man was working at a toothpaste factory and not making any money and they all were laying in bed. Like, come on. And then he got so... You're right. You know what? I agree. Yeah. I do agree. My perspective has been changed. Right. But, a, you know, they were also like, why couldn't, why couldn't the mom work? Where was Charlie at? <laughs> you know, just running around town. Right. <laughs> he peer pressures Charlie into drinking fizzy. <laughs> fizzy. I guess unless it's lifting or lying. Fizzy lifting drinks then told him to lie. It's true. It's yes. true. Oh my god. It's true. Yeah, he wasn't a good guy. No, he but, was really bad. Um anyways. <laughs> It's true. We're gonna have to do a whole he was really messed up. Yeah. Really, I'll watch Willy Wonka. I love that debate. movie. We gotta do a podcast about the differences between the original and the Johnny Depp one. I remember I watched the original. We were still living in New York, and I was like, I think I was working out on the elliptical or something. I was just watching Willy Wonka. Mm. Just watch the pitch meeting. It's an eye opener. Oh, wait. Oh, is that what that's yes. The pitch right. meeting. She told me about that. It's a YouTube channel, I think. Okay. That they they like right, pitch sister. different movies. I'll watch it and I'll get back to you. Okay. Yeah. I'll make a um an IG story about it. And post yes. It. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. Because now I have to see what we're talking about now. Because. Okay, guys. So. That's that's Edward Scissorhands for you and, now, and a little bit of Willy Wonka. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so a couple of things before we go, before we close out for the day. Um, so next month is gonna be something very cool. First of all, tis the season, y'all. Tis the season. It tis is the damn Christmas, season, in my opinion. Thanksgiving is one day. Get a break, and then it's Christmas again. For all y'all who be talking about how you can't be listening to Christmas music right now, show me a Thanksgiving song. Right. I'm tired. Just one. Yeah. yeah. At this point. Good luck. We're in November. November, December is a holiday era. It is not just, you know, two holidays and call it quits. It's tis the damn season. Period. Right. Period. So, it's Christmas. Yeah. And if you were listening to us last year, if you have been, we, we did a Christmas special last year. <laughs> in December. It was great. We talked about all of our favorite Christmas movies and we made cookies. Yeah, we decorated, we decorated cookies. cookies. So, this time, we're kind of doing something. We're going to do another one, a Christmas special episode, but this time it's going to be live, okay? So you guys can join us then. It's going to be on December 10th. Um, as of right now, it's going to be starting at 6 so you guys will get more information about that um, as you know we get closer to the date. Um, and then there's gonna be we're trying to see if we're gonna do like an activity during it, trying to decide that. Give but us some ideas. Yeah, give us ideas if you have anything that we should do. But we're also gonna have musical performances by some local musicians, yeah, maybe yeah. myself included. Um, I won't be included. Right? <laughs> I already asked her. She said no. <laughs> Anyways, oh, but she'll be doing it, so it's fine. Yeah, um, I'll be the MC. 
<laughs> right. It's going to be located at the music school that I work at. So it's going to be really cool. We're going to have some really fun stuff going on that day. Um, and so, you know, stay tuned for that. Also, up, uh, you know, I guess you would say before that, I'm going to be doing a single of me playing a Christmas song on, on the flute. Oh, period. My dad's producing it. Period. So we're working on it now. You'll get more details about that as well. And I'm very excited. Um, so more information to come for that as well. Um, yeah. We're moving up, guys. We're moving up. We're moving up in the world. I'm very, very, very excited. And for those of us who, like, those of y'all who've been with us since the start, we really appreciate y'all. You guys are so great. Thank you for commenting and watching. You guys are real loyal. And shout out to, what's dad's thingy? Jack Candy Maldonado. No, no, Jack, Jack Maldonado music. Jack Maldonado music. Um, period. Period. <laughs> Periante. Period. As Imani would say. Woohoo! I've never heard you play. Ooh. Mm, sister well, is talented. Now I, get ready, get ready. She's talented. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and last thing before we go. I said we were gonna start reading movie quotes, so that's what we're gonna do. Alright, the first one is they may take away our lives. They will never take away our freedom. Ooh, do y'all know where that's from? Because I sure don't. <laughs> I'm sure they do. We'll see. <sighs> I don't know. Also, whenever y'all hear us talking about Roberta, this is Roberta. This is the dog. She's, <laughs> this is the one. This is the one who makes all the noise. Wait, did she get yeah, it? Yeah, she did! Yes! Wow! Braveheart. Wow, sister. William go, go Wallace up. from Braveheart. Good job. Mm -hmm. All right, for the next 100 episodes, we'll say we'll do one, one of these quotes. Each time. Yeah. All right, guys. All right. Thank like, you so much for watching, for commenting, interacting with us. We love this. This, this was actually really cool. Yeah. We'll keep doing this live. Yeah. Um, and we hope you come back next month on December 10th. Okay, put that down in your calendar. Guys, we'll be all dressed up and everything. Yeah, we're gonna be fancy. I'm gonna be wearing a dress, guys. I'm I I may wear a dress. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. Yeah. Okay, so I'm excited. And on that note, like we always say, we love you, Latte. Bye. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies, ladies and gentlemen.